I know Avril Lavigne is the Canadian who invented punk rock. Hey roaches and worms, I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? crying Eustace in that building lobby. Oh, and my courage is such a cowardly dog, Milo. Welcome once again to another edition of Thrifty Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. And I'm your host, Toddy Tondera, with you again for another exciting episode. Uh, before we get into it, this is the last time I can say it if, uh, if you are interested in voting for thrifty to be the best podcast in pittsburgh there's only one way you can do it go to pittsburghcitypaper.com click on best of 22 and then under people and places you will find thrifty podcast go ahead and click vote and uh yeah you officially did it you officially voted thrifty for best podcast so thank you because this is the last time you'll be hearing this and i will find out in a little bit if i even place but back to the episode, uh, in recent weeks, I have hit a wave of nostalgia because not only did I see my favorite band, Me Without You, play their last show, but I drove across Philadelphia to check out a lot of different sites. I uh, didn't get to see them because I didn't get the rental car that I wanted, so I had to drive my own car, which was a lot of fun. But in that time, I got to listen to a lot of cool music, and so this week, I actually have, for the roaches and worms out there, some clothes that are related to early 2000s band merch. And with me this evening, I have one powerful person on panel, future Thrifty Hall of Famer, the always scheming squirrel, it's DJ Lil. Welcome back to the Thrifty Couch. Thanks for having me. I guess those are couple of shirts. fun items. Yeah, one is early 2000s related. One, we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, and I have a couple of shirts too. And so this week we're going to go over some clothes as we like to do. And it's going to be a one-on-one showdown for the elf deity puppet. Now, the chances that you'll be losing this puppet... This deity, DJ Lil, this episode, have increased since there's only two of us. Right. Is this cheating? <laughs> no, I mean, it might, we can always, if we tie, we might have to get to a, a final round of some other sort of tactical challenge of obstacle course of thrifty yeah. questions. But I don't know, Elf's looking pretty calm collected yeah he's sitting I on think a pittsburgh steelers football just hanging out <laughs> yeah. over here i think he's confident in my uh winning abilities this evening well the troll uh deity has been making its rounds uh lucas from fake ritual had it the last time you were on the show dj lil mm-hmm. last week our pal rachel stratton has won the the troll deity so everybody has had these deities passed around but elf has remained with you for quite, quite some a time. Quite yeah. Quite some time. So the bond you must have with this alien he puppet. He still smells pretty good. Yeah, yeah, as you give him a sniff, <laughs> right? I did, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let, uh, well, let's get into our uh, finds for today. If you are a new listener to the show, what we traditionally do is we have two finds each. We ask each other two questions adjacent to the item, A, B, C, or D, and D is none of the above, we collect points, and whoever has the most points based on trivia 
wins the episode and wins the deity. So let's get into our thrift finds. It's time to get thrifty. So DJ Lil, um, one of the shows that I was speaking of was the Me Without You Pittsburgh show. Mm -hmm. And we went together to that show and had a lot of fun time. Uh, I That was probably like... 12, 13, 14th time I see them, but it was your first. It'll be my first and my last. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They're not a band anymore. Um, but did you have was, fun at that it show? It was great. Yeah, we're right up front. I'm glad we got there when we did because it definitely filled up quickly. And it's been a while since I've been in that kind of a swarm. But yeah. I was in my element. I yeah. always know elbows out. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was and good. And what was important to me about the night is my friend Lex, who's uh, who went to the show, first time seeing me without you for Lex as well. We have a matching I do not exist tattoos. And so what I wanted to do, as you're aware, is get a picture with Lex outside the venue mm-hmm. in front of the sign with the tattoo. Didn't know my nipples were sticking out in every picture. <laughs> I took a look because I was wearing a tank top and I was like, oh, God, my nipples are out in this picture. Oh. Now, it's fine for us, you didn't, right? Right, but you didn't tape them down for the event. No, yeah, it's fine for us. So you you can see them and Lex can see them. But I was like, wow, I don't know that I want the Internet to see my nipples, especially because I didn't know they were out. I think yeah. that was the thing. If yeah. I were shirtless in the picture to reveal the tattoo... We all know, but it definitely looked like they slipped out. And so it was, I was like, I can't post this, but oh my I do have some early 2000s band merch for you. Um, these are each secondhand finds. And the first item up on the list today is a Blood Brothers yellow t-shirt um, from 2001 made by American Apparel, um, maybe pre 9-11. Because um, there's only two ways to look at 2001s, where the towers there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the towers possibly were there during the creation of this shirt. But during the purchase, I'm not quite certain. But who the Blood Brothers were uh, for uh, fans of early 2000s Screamo or maybe not. But they were an American post-hardcore band, experimental band. They're from the east side of Seattle. They have five full lengths. They were active between 1997 and 2007. And then randomly in 2014, they came back to do some type of music fest, the FYF Music Fest in L.A. in 2014. Mm. But I'm going to give you this shirt. It's very thin. And I'm sure you've seen me wear it before. It's a nice uh, Dijon, honey Dijon kind of color here. Yes. and uh, Honey mustardy. But the, the albums of that band that uh, like were... Like the eyeballs all over. Yeah, there's eyeballs all over mm-hmm. it. Um, in 2003, the Blood Brothers put out Burn, Piano Island, Burn. And in 2004, they put out this album called Crimes. And those were definitely my two favorite albums that they did. And that was a Crimes era t-shirt we're looking at. But yeah, it's like a mustard yellow. It's got a thousand eyes, just black eyes all over it. And then some blueprint as well. And at the time, what I had was I had a shirt like that. But it was bright blue and it had a silver looking like scene style sideways belt across the shirt. Now, it wasn't a physical belt. It was printed on. And it was from the same 2001 release is that shirt. And I actually got it signed by two of the band members. So in the early 2000s, young me was very happy. But over time... I don't know what happened to that shirt. Oh, no. And as someone who keeps things, as you can see with this house, and you have known me for quite some time, I don't know how it slipped by. I lost a Blood Brothers shirt like that, and I also lost a Tom Waits shirt. They're together somewhere in this world. Maybe they left together. They could have left the planet together. There was some kind of escape planned one evening. And they're gone. This is our chance. But uh, oh. this this uh, yellow shirt, though, was something that I was so happy to find on the secondhand market because it's from the same time. Mm. And I was like, no, it's not the original blue shirt. 
but it is from that time and so i feel it will comfort that <laughs> yes i feel <laughs> like it's like the same heart. kind of thing but uh yeah the blood brothers were just wild they just made absolutely spastic wild music um they went on to make uh Neon Blonde was another band. Uh, Jaguar Love. Uh, probably Head Wound City was the most popular band that came of one of the Blood Brothers. Um, but the shirt here is definitely a treat and definitely something I wear in my usual. Actually, both shirts I have today are something I wear all the time. But I do have some 2004-based questions for you. DJ Lil, are you ready for some trivia to see if you could get some points? I'm very ready. So you've taken a time machine back to 2004. Uh, can you answer these questions in relation to the to 2004 top 40 Billboard hits? Okay, we'll give it a shot. I will admit to you openly, I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't know some of these songs even existed. My teacher at that time uh, loved Beyonce and... Ooh, that could help. And there was some in-the-classroom betting on American Idol. So while I wasn't really allowed to like listen to like mainstream music, mm-hmm. I rode the school bus and I went to public school. So I did... There was field research happening. There was some gambling on the so, American Idol yes, contestants? In the who classroom. Was, like, who was like up for... I know. It was like the f- first or second season oh of that show. So It's wild know. because I bet you a ton of people know about 2004 popular stuff. I'll tell you what. I don't know that we do. I don't know that who was on. I know that Clay Aiken was on. I remember that name. Uh, Ruben Stuttered. Ru- yep. Right? You were that about one? to say Ruben yeah. Stuttered. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. And I think that's it. Is that all I know? It might be. <laughs> the guy that... Yeah, that's Clay Aiken. I was about to say yeah. Clay Aiken again. I was like the guy that kind of looks back like, like a Clay youth Aiken. pastor with yeah, like right. pointy ears. That's Clay Aiken again. Anyway, these are questions uh, in relation to 2004 Billboard hits for points. So hopefully you could keep that elf deity. Name this song, DJ Lil. Sick and tired of this world. There's no more air. Tripping, tripping myself going nowhere. Is that A, Ryan Cabrera on the way down? B, Ashley Simpson, pieces of me? C, bowling for soup life after Lisa? Or D, it's not any of these three. It's none of the above. Again, the lyric to the song goes, sick and tired of this world. There's no more air. Tripping over myself going nowhere. A, Ryan Cabrera, B, Ashley Simpson, C, Bowling for Soup, D, none of the above. And this was a 2004 Billboard hit. Uh, I was really confident going in, but wow, I don't know. Sick and tired of this world. There's no more air tripping over myself going nowhere. Now, let's go through the picks one by one. Do you know who Ryan Cabrera is? No. Cool. Do you know who Ashley Simpson is? Yes. Okay. Do you know who Bowling for Soup is? Enough to know they exist. Okay. So I'm right (laughs) with you. Now, uh, some information about Ryan Cabrera is he had very spiky blonde hair and was uh, like an acoustic guy. Okay. And he's currently married to WWE superstar Alexa Bliss. How about that? Hmm. Um, but he was like a singer-songwriter type. Ashley Simpson, Jessica Simpson's sister. And Ashley Simpson, I think, was the one who uh, did that little weird dance after she was caught lip-syncing on Saturday Night Live. I think that was her. Did you know about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. There was some scandal with Ashley. <laughs> Any nip slips? I don't think so. <laughs> N- none that weren't intentional. Uh, and then Bowling for Soup is just like a weird pop punk rock band mm-hmm. um sick and tired of this world there's no more air tripping over myself going nowhere a ryan cabrera on the way down b ashley simpson pieces of me c bowling for soup life after lisa or d none of the above i'm gonna go with b b ashley simpson is it because you know more of ashley i think so okay pieces of me b ashley simpson most fitting 
And uh, listeners at home, if you're uh, into 2004 music, maybe you know sick and tired of this world. There's no more air tripping over myself going nowhere. Is it A, Ryan Cabrera, B, Ashley Simpson, C, Bowling for Soup, D, it's somebody else. It's another artist. None of the above. DJ Lil, locked in. B, Ashley Simpson. And that is incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. So, uh, not so good on the first question. No. But I hope uh, those at home collected a Ryan Cabrera point. I'll tell you what. Uh, Pieces of Me was the song that went like, On a Monday, I'm something. On Tuesday, I'm something. You know, that. All right, that one. Yeah, yeah that one. Um, like the reminder of which underwear to wear yes. throughout the week. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. but On the Way Down was a, a heartfelt ballad from Ryan Cabrera that talked about uh, get, getting to his lowest point. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> <laughs> getting to his lowest point as a rich person. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. All right. We've got another lyric. We, you, we've got another lyric here from the oh, 2000 man. Billboard hits, DJ Lil. Um, so next question. Can you name this song? You are everything that I wanted. We were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. You are everything that I wanted. We were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. A... Switchfoot, Meant to Live, B, Beyonce, Crazy in Love, maybe you'll know this Beyonce hit, nope, said no, C, Avril Lavigne, Happy Ending, D, it is another band or performer from 2004, none of the above, again, name this song, you were everything that I wanted, we were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. A, Switchfoot, Meant to Live. B, Beyonce, Crazy in Love. C, Avril Lavigne, Happy Ending. D, none of the above. Talk it out with me, DJ Will. How are you feeling with these? Well, I know Avril Lavigne is the Canadian who invented punk rock. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Uh, and skateboarding. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the history books, Avril Lavigne did create punk rock, at least for Canadians. Um, so Beyonce, Beyonce, familiar with Beyonce, but not enough to confirm with lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. And well, a, uh, a switch foot. I don't even remember switch foot meant to live. No, I do not remember that. Well, not meant to be remembered. You were everything that I wanted. We were meant to be supposed to be, but we lost it. A switch foot, B Beyonce, C Avril Lavigne, D. None of the above. Is Elf threatening to come back home to mm. my, uh, not only my house, but my life? <laughs> what do you back think, into Elf? my life. <laughs> right. The Elf deity on the line, DJ Lil defending, zero points so far. What do you think? I'm going to go B, Beyonce. B, Beyonce. And it, is it because of the familiarity of you knowing Beyonce? Out of that list... I guess I know Beyonce the best, but I don't know. That's actually a song of hers. Okay. But I'm rolling the dice again here. So. Not doing well in the, the Billboard hits. So maybe you are. Uh, Beyonce, for Beyonce fans at home, uh, Beyonce was picked by DJ Lilith B. Uh, you were everything that I wanted. We were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. A, Switchfoot, Meant to Live. B, Beyonce, Crazy in Love. C, Avril Lavigne, Happy Ending. D, another performer, none of the above. DJ Lil said B, Beyonce, and that is incorrect again. Sorry, Elf. Incorrect again. <laughs> Zero for two. That was Avril Lavigne with Happy oh. Ending, the creator of punk rock. Curse, curse <laughs> that Canadian. <laughs> But Switchfoot Meant to Live was that song. It's like, we were meant to live for so much more. No, nothing. No, I don't remember that Okay, one. well, it was useless because that was their only hit for sure. One hit wonder. So the two, 2004 Billboard hits weren't kind to you. You were 0 for 2, uh, but we got Ryan Cabrera and we got Avril Lavigne. Do you remember when Avril Lavigne was married to the guy from Sum 41? Yeah. Still think that's happening. I still think that's currently happening. I mean, I hope for them. <laughs> uh, she had like a new album last year or something. Or good got for them. Some kind of Canadian award. I don't. Know. Well, they're all Canadian. They're all all of that. Some forty one is Canadian too. 
well, I think she got like some kind of Canadian award for being a great Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some I don't of that have up more there. Information on that. But I have another secondhand item. My second item of the day today is another early 2000s uh, band merch, and this is from 2003-ish. Um, this is Fear Before the March of Flames, and it's on the Fruit of the Loom best tag. And uh, Fear Before the March of Flames was an experimental rock screamo outfit uh, at four full lengths from 2003 to about 2008. So they really hit the ground running and smashed a lot of stuff. Uh, what I liked about the band Fear Before the March of Flames is I passed this over and I'm sure you've seen me wear this t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Because this is a freak one too. Fear Before the March of Flames uh, looked like regular fellas dressed in regular clothes that also liked blood. So Ooh. they would just be wearing regular clothes covered in fake blood all the time. And that's how they would oh, take their promo photos a lot. And I took to that. Reminds be- me of Andrew W.K. Yes. Home yes. From my hometown. Yes. Another billboard hit man. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew W.K. I never knew Andrew W.K. was from where you were from. Yeah. I had his. Uh, we'd run into his mom, Mrs. W.K. Yeah. At the Kroger's and cool. say, hi, Mrs. W.K. And she'd say, hi. And Maybe my, I, did I think my this. my dad had his um, brother as one of his students, and I had his brother's math book in middle school. Ah! And everyone in I didn't grow up in the party town. He did. Were the WK smart people? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, I was, I was from another part of town. Um, but uh, yeah, I had his brother's math book in middle school, and I guess growing up in the neighborhood, they did. They all called him Little Andy. That's cute. So I always think, oh, little Andy. Wow. Yeah. You think he'd know that if you'd see him today? It'd be like, hey, little Andy. You think he'd remember where that was from? Well, I never knew him personally (laughs) or at that age. So just a person calling him little Andy was probably like, what the hell? I'm like, he seems very sweet, but I'm like, I probably wouldn't address him. Yeah, I'm not one for addressing people either. (laughs) Not very good at it. Um, but yes, so they just wore just regular clothes like I wore and they would always be like in blood huh. and they, they, yeah. And very morose people, but to the eye, uh, they just look like regular people. Yeah. And I always liked that about that's a, bands. That's a good look, yeah. yeah. Because like a lot of the times people would get all like hot topicked out in mm-hmm. black and dark and spider webs and stuff like that and it's just like you don't gotta like do that to like i appreciate when a band has like a a style that's not yes. matchy matchy but like it's definitely they all didn't just show up yeah differently yeah like one here and there yeah and uh my favorite of theirs is the 2004 album art damage which i recommend everybody check mm. out because it's it's definitely in the 2000s i would say top five to ten most listened to album by me and it's just a bunch of noise it's just a Perfect. bunch of noise crazy <laughs> stuff and that's why on. we don't know the billboard hits so yeah yeah because <laughs> right. we were listening to that but th- this fear before for the march of flames t-shirt it's a white t-shirt it has uh, on it, it has a bunch of different uh, prints on it. It has a like uh, purple, it has some blue, it has some black. It, it's like a layered. Yes, it's a layered design. layered here. And uh, they did that with a lot of their designs where they were all, every part of the design was like a different layer. Um, I will say they did, did it, they did do like a Donnie Darko-esque shirt. Mm. So that's like the most like i guess gothy thing they did but they did a donnie darko shirt which was kind of cool and kind of sought after now but it was Mm. just like the donnie darko house and like their name so it was like closed back then it was just like you could just put anything 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 with anything yeah it was just like put a bear on it and then your band name and that was like your bit like anything could be band merch literally anything um but yeah, so the Blood Brothers shirt and the Fear Before the March of Flames shirt, kind of the same vibe, just a lot of different colors, a lot of different prints. Um, 
but I do have my second round of questions for you based on my close finds for today. And again, these are from early 2000s. Uh, I'm going to go in assuming that I'm losing. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. You might. might it might change my grasp yeah. of you how are to at You, DJ Lil, you are at the 2004 MTV Music Awards. What would you wear to the Music Awards? What would I You're wear? You're there, yeah. Your um, questions, by the way, are going to be based on this. But how I'm asking you what you're going to wear, that has no implication. I'm okay. curious. Just curious? <laughs> yes. uh, it's I'm 2004, wear... you're at the awards. Okay. Um, definitely a wig. Because I want my hair to look nice all night. Um, green, like bright green, neon green, fishnet dress. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a big belt that does nothing. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's not attached to anything. Sure. Um, a jean jacket. With the green for dress. For modesty. Yeah. And I don't know. So you could stop at the gas station on the way. <laughs> right on the yeah. way there. Actually, you know, make it like a jean dress. Because those were definitely happening still, yeah. I think, at that time. Make it a jean dress. Was that when pigtails were kind of trying to come back? Like the early 2000s, so. we were kind of starting to do weird stuff with our hair again. But then like, we kind of stopped. Like pigtails on pigtails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was also like, I don't know how to do my hair. So yeah. I put a bandana on it. And that's it. <laughs> it's ready. So you're wearing that outfit. So, yeah. And you are at the 2004 Music Awards. Oh, and also... Uh, um. Like fake leather white boots, Ooh. like the shiny like go go dancer ones. So I always say very powerful. Not <laughs> very powerful energy. Not ideal for walking. So get me to my seat right away. Well, uh, you have some big decisions on the horizons because in that outfit, at the at the uh, the MTV Music Awards in two thousand four, who won two thousand four video? Of the year. So this is your third trivia questions. Roaches and worms at home. Get ready for the answers. Who won the 2004 video of the year, DJ Lil? Was it A, Britney Spears Toxic? B, Outcast Hey Ya? Everybody liked that one, right? Even white people were covering that one. <laughs> C, Jay-Z, 99 Problems. We still talk about that one to this day. Or D, Another video not mentioned. One video of the year. Again, who won the 2004 video of the year? A, Britney Spears Toxic. B, Outcast Heya. C, Jay-Z, 99 Problems. D, none of the above. And in, in that outfit. Outcast. Outcast? Yes. You think so? Pretty sure. Uh, what is your feelings on Outcast? Are you just feeling the Love vibe? Outcast. And the, I remember when that video came out. Very big. And also my aunt had a wedding that year. And so my dad was like, well, obviously my dad would DJ all the family functions. He's yeah. like, well, of course we have to play Hey Ya. And we're yeah. like, duh, of course. A whole family yeah, of DJs. Yeah, so we have like, I remember like the, the yeah, the gatefold of the outcast on vinyl, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There were the WKs and there were the DJs <laughs> <laughs> from the DJs. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm going with Outcast. I'm pretty sure it was that year. The yeah. other two, I think, were a little bit earlier. Or it could be something else. Chronologically. It's not. It's going to be Outcast. Okay. You hear that, Elf? Elf we're is coming home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So, uh, who won the 2004 video of the year? A. Britney Spears Toxic. B. Outcast Heya. C. Jay Z 99 Problems. Or D, someone else, none of the above. DJ Lil went with B, Outcast, And that is correct. Thank God. That's correct. That's a point on the board. One point, DJ Lil. Um, and we're up to our second question. So if you get this question right, you actually didn't do too bad. You didn't do too bad. 50% is not bad. I've been doing, and I've looked into this. The worst anyone has ever done <laughs> as far as questions are concerned over the past month and a half. Oh, it's the geez. worst run 
this show is seen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, second question question for the listeners. Then DJ Lil, hopefully, for your sake, you could retain the elf deity. In 2004, won the award for best song in a video game soundtrack. Okay. Was it A, Yellow Card Ocean Avenue, B, Modest Mouse Float On, C, Lincoln Park Breaking the Habit, or D, None of the Above? So, won the award for best song in a video game soundtrack. A, Yellow Card Ocean Avenue, B, Modest Mouse Float On, C, Lincoln Park Breaking the Habit, or D, Something else won best song in a video game soundtrack. Not familiar with A, so you might have made that one up. Yellow card? Ocean Avenue? No, I don't know that one. Uh, At least not by name. Well, that's interesting because it is actually a hugely popular band and song. Oh. <laughs> I did not make it up. I live under a rock. But we don't listen, we don't listen to this music. <laughs> I will say confidently, we don't listen to this okay. music. It's like so I it's had not that music we listen to, but right. it is it does exist. Sounds uh, made up to me though. It's not. Okay. Uh I'm sure I'd recognize it. I'm sure it's a lovely song and a lovely uh, sure. fan base. But Yellow Card was a very big like warp tour band gotcha they were a big warp tour band and ocean avenue was their biggest song okay and it was on a lot of video game soundtracks for the record and mm. actually there's a a day there's a there's a lady uh current wrestler that goes by the girl from ocean avenue based on yellow card from 2004 okay so it's bigger than I yeah know. it's huge okay. billy starks is right. the girl as from elf just like yeah so a yellow card away. ocean avenue b modest mouse float on c lincoln park breaking the habit or d none of the above went to see lincoln park in eighth grade by myself hmm. it was wild but uh hmm. what do you think the best song on a video game soundtrack b could be correct c could be correct I don't know what video games were coming out at that time, though. For I don't know if that's Tony even Hawk's like... Underground, okay. uh, Madden. Right. Madden's, Madden's always, always happening. Yeah. yeah, but Tony Hawk's Underground was probably the biggest game that year. Okay. I will go see Lincoln Park. See Lincoln Park breaking the habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Lincoln Park, I'm more familiar with Hybrid Theory Lincoln Park. I didn't really follow them into their other albums. But I was a fan originally. Um, so Linkin Park could possibly be it. Sure, why not? So who won the best song in a video game soundtrack in 2004? Is it A, Yellow Card Ocean Avenue, B, Modest Mouse Float On, C, Linkin Park Breaking the Habit, or did somebody else do this D, none of the above? Lil, DJ Lil went with C, Linkin Park Breaking the Habit, and that is... Correct again. That was correct. Two oh, out awesome. of four, 50%. It, it seemed like a video game fan sure. would enjoy a little Linkin Park sprinkled into their, yeah, yeah. I, their I, gaming. I looked up the song Breaking the Habit, and I had realized that I had heard it before, but I wasn't super familiar just by seeing the name. But yes, Breaking the Habit is just the words they repeat overall in the okay. chorus, so I did remember. <laughs> so remember you have it. two points. Yeah. Um, so my secondhand finds today close based mm-hmm. off of the early 2000s yellow B- blood brothers t-shirt and the early 2000s white fear before the march of flames t-shirt and i do recommend both of those bands yeah i will say one thing about blood brothers i love their music yeah um i always mix them up with chemical brothers who Weird. are also good but very different. Very so when different. someone's like, "Yes, Blood Brothers," I'm like in my head goes, "Chemical Brothers." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, who no. also kind of rock, right? They're also yeah. good, and also I think around the same time. So, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but Blood um, Brothers, Chemical Brothers, and it's it's all brothers. They're all bloody all brothers right. of Just chemicals all mixed up in there. Yeah, you need chemicals to clean up the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood Brothers, speaking of Me Without You and Blood Brothers, I should have mentioned this in this part of the show, but earlier, they played a show together once, 
Oh, and they that were must not ready been. for each other's energy at yeah. all. <laughs> they were not expecting Uh-oh. each other's energy because oh, they have completely different energies <laughs> for sure. Like I'm sure it like, was a fun show, though. Yeah, I mean they were they had yeah there was no problems, but you could see like watching them. I remember watching them watching the other band perform, Uh-oh. and they were just like, <laughs> "What the heck? <laughs> Is that hay on stage?" <laughs> Yeah. What a good surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice when you surprise your peers in that way, your colleagues in the similar yeah, industry. Yeah, me without you is all like flowers and hay. And in Philadelphia, they did like a forest. Oh. So throughout the set, Aaron, the singer, would just throw stuff from the forest into the crowd. So there was just leaves Twigs absolutely everywhere. Things. Everywhere was ev- <laughs> Everybody and everywhere was covered in leaves and balloons. It was oh my crazy. Gosh. But anyway, go on to your thrift finds, Lil. So my thrift finds today got two items in the clothing department. Um, first item today, you let in with a bunch of early 2000s stuff. So here we are. We're yes. back in the early 2000s. What we've got here is a possible bootleg. I don't see any kind of anything on there. Uh, Courage, the cowardly dog shirt. It's a black shirt. I cut off the sleeves um, right Good away. Good for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a courage shirt. You know, you got to show off your yeah. pale. Got to show off your courage. <laughs> My courage, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got courage there. If you're not familiar with courage, the cowardly dog, he is uh, sort of like pink, purpley type. I guess he's a mutt. I don't know. Um, and way all of his, yeah, <laughs> he's a mutt, <laughs> right? Well, you can't really tell he's a purple cartoon dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to describe him. Giant yeah. eyes, and all of his toes—they look like the ends of like chicken bones to me, or yeah. just like three little like he's his, always tiptoeing. His legs look like brothers' legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. If, if, you're probably more familiar with Courage the Cowardly Dog's legs, but if you're more familiar with my cat's legs, whoever legs you're more familiar with, that's right. what the other, the other one, one has. looks like, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, and then on it, we got Courage sitting here, sort of smiling. I, it looks like a smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, things I do for, and then a heart symbol. Sign- signifying love. Signifying love, because <laughs> that's one of Courage's phrases. Um Usually in an exasperated way. He's like, oh, things I do for love. Yeah. So he was a dog in the middle of nowhere and raised by two humans, Muriel, who was very nice and pleasant, and Eustace, who, wow. Not very nice. That stupid dog. Yeah. Yeah, Eustace was always disappearing into his hat. Or out of his hat, or into space. <laughs> well, in the show, mm-hmm. Courage the Cowardly Dog, Muriel often would be uh, kidnapped by yep. ghosts and stuff like that. And Courage, um, being that Muriel was Courage's owner, Courage was like, I gotta like save Muriel here, but mm-hmm. I'm way scared. I'm way scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way scared, but I gotta save my owner. And that was kind of the vibe of the whole show. Um, But that's where the quote came from the beginning of the episode. (laughs) So it ran from 1999 to 2002 on Cartoon Network. Um, So, yeah, he's always fending off these creepy creatures who, yeah, like you said, usually just end up kidnapping uh, Muriel. Um, All kinds of creatures, mummies, aliens, ducks. um, What is it like the... The Queen of the Black Puddle or something. Yeah, that was fun. I rewatched Courage last year after not watching it since I was probably like eight years old. Why was I watching that at eight years old? That was just yeah. on the regular the regular programming. It looks good and it is good. It it's, looks good yeah. and it is good. It's got an interesting it's like mostly like cartoon, but sometimes they add a little CGI to it, like early two thousand CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah great I highly, show. highly recommend watch any episode. What were you watching that on? YouTube. Love uh, YouTube. No. <laughs> Favorite app. Uh, <laughs> no, this what, what was I watching it on? Tubi or something weird. 
No, I think it was on HBO. Ah, okay. HBO Max. I still have to watch the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder, the rehearsal, because I love Nathan Fielder, and I haven't had time to sit down and watch that, but all HBO heads are like, yeah, it's like the best show they've ever seen. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's brand new. It's brand new, but Nathan Fielder's on HBO, and I'm going to watch that. Anyway, so is Courage. So if you're logged in, watch both. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, rewatching it as an adult, it's still spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend it. Check yeah, it out, sure. but don't watch it with the lights off. <laughs> uh, listener and former co-host of the show, uh, Ziggy Hyam, wrestler. Um, Ziggy is a huge Courage fan. I believe Ziggy even has a Courage tattoo. Oh, yes. I think she has one, if I believe. Anyway, if you're listening, Ziggy, just message me and tell me if I'm you have listening. one. I'm sure you're going to get all these next questions absolutely yeah. correct. Um, um, oh, we could also say yeah. this. Uh, she won the uh, – she and uh, Derek Dillinger won the Enjoy Tag Team Championships. Hell Enjoy yeah. Because Re- uh, it aired – well, it airs today. It's going to air in an hour and a half. But this is out Sunday, and we've known that because we went yes, to Ziggy's match and saw her it. win. So on Sunday, when this show is out, we could say this. But go to Enjoy Wrestling's YouTube and watch uh, Ziggy win the tag team titles because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Oh, no. Don't apologize. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun it that night. When it taped. We were there when it taped. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're wearing that same shirt. I was wearing the same shirt. The shopping bag. The shirt. giant eagle cut up shopping bag shirt. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll lead into my first question here. Although a dog, courage has human-like teeth. Which of the following unique attributes is featured on one of his teeth? Ooh. Teeth questions for the teeth listeners questions. and myself. See if we could get some points to get this deity back home. So. Is it A, a hieroglyph, B, a circular hole, C, a fleur de lis, or D, none of the above? Mm, I think I may know, but I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Courage, as a cartoon dog, yes. does all kinds of things with his body that a regular dog couldn't do. Has yeah. human teeth, mm-hmm. and definitely shows them throughout the episodes as he is definitely scared all the time yes does a lot of teeth stuff shows a lot lot of of teeth teeth what were the answers again is it a hieroglyph b a circular hole c a fleur-de-lis or d none of the above Hmm. which of these is on one of his little teeth i think it's a or b i think it's a higher hieroglyph or a hole and I think it's a hole. And hole is what I came into the question hoping I'd hear. But <laughs> the hieroglyph, the hieroglyph though, has added some confusion hmm. to the mix. Because there was like a lot of pieces of even 90s animated television where they would like, even like stuff like Spongebob, that they would cut to something and it was like a painting or mm-hmm. like a still shot zoomed in of a weird... A really detailed... Yeah, like, de- yeah, detailed thing. And for some detailed reason... Detailed gross out. Exactly. And for some reason, I remember something in that show, it being a hieroglyph of that. But I can't put my finger on it, so I will put my teeth on it. And I will go, be courage had a hole in his teeth. And that's what he showed. Let's see if I can get a point here. Todd, he went with B. B is correct. B is correct, yes. He had a giant hole in one of his teeth. Perfectly round. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. So point on the board for mm-hmm. that. But he would get so scared. And he'd be like, Rrr! and his teeth would chatter. And you'd see <laughs> the big hole. But I wonder what that hieroglyph was. Um, do you remember the Return the Slab episode by chance? Mm. That's a good one. Return the slab. Though my favorite one is, I'm feeling a little naughty. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that uh, one was creepy. It was creepy. That one was creepy. I think that's the first one I went and re- rewatched because I say that all the time. Feeling, like, a, feeling little a little naughty. Naughty. Like, ooh. There were some good characters. Yeah. There were some good characters. Okay, I'll Lots take it. Lots of, like, characters just dropped off by a bus. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, that was the thing, too. No yeah, like. stuff there. 
Yeah, that that's such a good point that like some of the people that would enter Courage's universe would just in the middle of nowhere there'd just be a bus and you'd just see it pull away and there'd be like a spooky fucking thing there. <laughs> right. And Courage would be like, Oh Muriel. Yeah. And the computer was very entertaining oh, as well. Yeah. Because he would look up like, like with the clacking away of like do 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 like because he would just look like like how do I do stuff? The computer's yeah. like piss off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Great, yeah. one out of one. Excellent. Hopefully, you can get another point here and bring mm-hmm. Elf back into the fold. Mm-hmm. So our second question today, relating to the courage, the cowardly dog shirt. Which of the following villains? is not an opponent of courage. Ooh, this is fun. As we said, there's quite a few. Yeah. Was it A, Lequack, B, Cats, with a Z, mm-hmm. C, Weremole, or D, none of the above? Interesting. Repeat those again? Mm-hmm. A, Lequack, B, Cats, C, Weremole, or D, none of the above? So, I guess the question is, which one of these did he not face, or did he possibly face all of them? Because D would, I guess, signify faced all of them. Laquack and Cats, I think I remember... I don't remember C, though, the were-mole, but if that is... It could be a deeper cut. Yeah. It could have also lodged itself deeper. It was so scary that you don't want to... But I will say, if it's fake, if this is the fake one, it fits in that world. fits in that Mm -hmm. world, the were-mole, or D... I guess all of them. I guess he faced all of them. It's between C and D for sure. Uh, Laquack, I think, was a pretty high-end episode. Cats, Mm -hmm. I think, kind of was too, but Laquack was like a big one. We've had no Ds yet. We've had no Ds. And if you're feeling naughty, (laughs) you could... Send okay. out the first D of the episode here. I had no D's. I had no D's in mind. I felt like with my questions, if I went D, it would be so hard to predict because they were all just music-based questions. So it could have been literally anything. anything. So that's why I was like, I have to put them in there. Um, So I'm going to go C, Weremole. I'm going to say C, uh, the Weremole. Going with C, Weremole. Yes. So which of the following villains... Is not an opponent of courage. C. Weremole? That's what I went with. That was incorrect. Uh, it was D. It none was of the above. None of the above. Like naughty. Naughty, <laughs> naughty, naughty. And guess what? I was on the receiving end of that because I got <laughs> yeah. no. That points. was a tricky question. I definitely. No, there, but I. There's so got many it. villains in that show. I was like, let's pick the out. The Weremole, huh? The Weremole. So he was actually voiced by the show's creator, John Dilworth. Oh, fun. That, that little creature. Yeah. Maybe if I saw a pick. Maybe I'll put the, the pick in the... <laughs> at Thrifty Podcast, it'll be in the header, the wearable pick, with no context. So it doesn't, ru- <laughs> so it doesn't ruin the episode, yes. for sure. Because sometimes I'll put... When I post stuff on Instagram, sometimes I'll post just random pictures... In that photo line that have something to do with the episode, but it doesn't tell you what. No. Just in case. All right. So I didn't mm-hmm. get that one it's right. One out of two, though. That's not yeah, bad because you only got two bad. in general. All right. So we've got Courage. Thank you for your time, Courage. We're going to slide you over into It's a great the... uh, cutoff. Yeah. For I... sure. You'll see pictures of that, too. That's a good, this great shirt. This one I got, I think, a, maybe a couple summers ago. And two bucks. Huh. In a store where most things are like more like consignment designer stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was just on a random rack. Thank you, thank you to my brother Rafiq for pointing that one out. He was like, mm-hmm. "You, Lil, you should get this." And I was like, "Duh." <laughs> Great Rafiq voice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Uh, the, the next item is going to make a bunch of noise, which yeah, is Yeah, this cool. one. All right, let's see how we can make it noisy. Shake it, maybe? Try a little, maybe rub it on there. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got to rub around here? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, so what is it that yeah. we've been listening <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's from 2004. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, top 40. No, this is a handmade vest. So it's orange and silky on the inside. And on the outside, it's sort of a quilted, uh, lightly quilted pattern. Um, lots of buttons. Lots of buttons. This took a lot of time. Yeah. it's. I'm pretty sure it's homemade, like I said. It's yellow, orange, and like deeper orange, red tones. It's all fabric, um, and yeah, it's covered in yellow and orange plastic buttons, and I mean covered. Covered. And not just like in a really willy-nilly way, like it's gra covered. grandma sat down and took some time to make this really cute. Um, I'm going so to So we got do... like big circles, small little bead shapes, I'm gonna flowers. Count, I'm going to and... count one line of buttons and then multiply <laughs> that by You want to see the, the back 100. of the vest? Because oh, they're boy. arranged in a different way, and that's going to take you forever. Oh, boy. I'm yeah. going to count one of the smallest. So on the front left of the the vest here, I will count the orange buttons down. And this is only one line. And this is also a baby line in comparison. Mm -hmm. So 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30, 32, 34, 35 buttons in this one line and i will say there are how many lines yeah, of those even buttons more on, on the, the back? back and they're diagonal and smaller so that equals harder to count thousands well. <laughs> thousands <laughs> yeah. of buttons it does feel like it could have been now that i look at it in a different light um i wonder if some like elementary school librarian made this to wear for like you know like spirit week or like those weeks where you did like fun extra fun stuff Dressed and like they, you're on fire. Right, they, <laughs> <laughs> right. I do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> Where they show up and they're like, all right, guess how many buttons are on my vest? Yeah. Some kind of like mm -hmm. marble in the jar. But it's only scenario. it's like a teacher wearing uh, a vest that maybe the heat miser would wear from the Christmas. <laughs> yes. The yes. Christmas tales. Yes. Yeah. Although I haven't put it on and like sat in a hard chair with it. I feel like <laughs> that might be uncomfortable it unless even, you're into that it might be even i it might be illegal for you to wear that on my couch <laughs> because i'm afraid that it would snag my couch oh, yeah i think that might be because i always said because i have like this big couch the thrifty couch mm -hmm. that everybody sits on and there's some holes here and there very small but it's like the only thing i care about and people aren't allowed to have keys in their pocket on this couch so i don't think i'd be like yeah be, no there's too many some of these buttons are star shaped they might yeah, that might Some be illegal to wear on the couch. Gentle pokes might really leak through there. Yeah. But yeah, I really love the determination of whoever made this, covering it in buttons, and all the time it took to make this. And it's a vest, um, too. So the buttons yeah. you could use. <laughs> hey, yeah. 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 And you know what's funny? It's loose. Like, there's no way to, like, clasp it together. Yeah, wow. It's just there. Because usually, you know, but, you know, Vests like this have a couple buttons to button up. Mm -mm, this one is just smothered in buttons. So many buttons, you're not going to need to button it up. No. Who needs you appreciate buttons? the buttons. But yeah, it's as far as clothes on this show, it's definitely one of the loudest pieces that has been featured on Thrifty no. before. I Visually yeah. and uh, the other thing. <laughs> yeah, physically. Physically, <laughs> thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> the other thing. Uh so we'll go into my first question. Off Me of this. talking to my therapist. <laughs> what's a, a physical? Hey, what's the other thing? I don't know what that is. Um, sewing patterns Ooh. are printed on tissue paper or paperboard to be cut out by the home sewer. When were sewing patterns available for sale for home sewing use? Okay, fun. Was it A... In the 1850s, B in the 1910s, C in the 1890s, or D, none of the above. Got those numbers out of order, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So A, the 1850s, B, the 1910s, C, 1890s, 1890s, or D, another time period. Huh. Sewing patterns available for you and I at home. Mm-hmm. When would those come up? So, so far I've got one point. You've got two points. Mm-hmm. So I need two points to win, one to tie. If I win, I get that elf deity. Um, when was it? Uh, I, I bet you, I'm not sure because I'm not in contact with any of them, but I bet you there's some people who do so who listen to the show oh i'm sure (laughs) yeah for sure um so they may know could you read the answers one more time yeah was it a the 1850s b 1910s c 1890s or d none of the above 1850s 1910s 1890s or none of the above um you ever, fo- you ever follow some sewing patterns? You ever try them I've out? I've tried. Yeah. Um, so my mom's a really good sewer, but she does more like quilting. But when my sister and I were little, she would make clothes for us and like Halloween costumes. And she's very talented in sewing. I did not get that gene. Ah. Uh. Like I can do a couple very small um, half-assed yeah. sewing projects, yeah. but they're not going to last like she mm-hmm. does very detailed stuff and you have to think about like what does this look like here like i couldn't grasp making the flat paper or fabric making it attached to each other to attach to the other part to become the yeah dress. i understand what you mean yeah because you'd have to like connect yeah it's a whole thing you have to do then, like several little things yes and then they like so like sewing patterns are it. really really cool because um they fold down this tissue paper super easy to put away they're not very expensive you're like once you get your pattern you find your size because you basically i'm not if you're unfamiliar with sewing patterns yeah um you kind of like get the giant sheet of tissue paper. You don't want to do this in the room with cats. No, no. So they're not allowed. No. Um, I can't even do anything with anything with him in the room. <laughs> right. so that's why when we record a podcast, he has to go in a makeshift jail. <laughs> Sleepy time. Yeah, is he sleeping up there? I don't even. I haven't seen him. I don't see him up I've, there either. Huh? He he's must in be a, enjoying jail this, nest. this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you un- unfold the whole sheet, and then you kind of there's different sizes like laid out. So you cut around, um, like piece A will be the front of the pants, and yeah, and it's also size. directions. It's also directions. And it it's says super how to do, cool. It's yeah. just hard to do. And then you pin it, and then you pin it to the fabric, and then you use like a chalk to make sure that your edges are there, and then you cut it. But also you got to use the right scissors and if you don't pin it right or if the fabric stretches or doesn't stretch enough and the fabric is made in different grains. It's for real professionals. Yeah, it's (laughs) It's not for for real professionals. So unfortunately I'm not skilled in it. I've tried. I'm sorry, mom. I tried. You've showed me multiple times the sewing machine. I haven't grasped it. Yeah, my parents were not very talented and I did get their (laughs) jeans. Um... But I will say, um, at home, I will say, I'm going to go with C, the 1890s is when those were available for you to do at home, is when I think. 1890s. Right smack dab in the middle. I think you've just done a D, so you're not going to pick another era. So I think it's C, the 1890s for hopefully my second point. All right. So when were sewing patterns available for sale for home sewing use? Toddy chose C, 1890s. Sorry. Incorrect. No. It was the 1850s. 1850s. So A. Wow. Dang. I thought, so I got the first question right. So I thought there was a chance that by question three, I'd be ahead by now. But it's the last question. It's the last question. Yeah. So I'm going to do something that guarantees there are no ties here. Okay. So I am going to, as you're fully aware what I'm about to do, (laughs) I'm going to risk my one point on this. You're going to risk a point. So I'm either going to walk away with three points or zero points. 
So with this question, I will either capture the elf deity or you will again retain elf mm-hmm. and elf will be coming home with you today. Elf, elf, elf. We shall see. Yeah, but this is based on our uh, bright button, yellow button and orange vest. button vest. Alrighty, this vest is crawling with buttons. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> you know, I love this humor. <laughs> you know, I love where I this know, is I going. Do, yeah. <laughs> what do you call a fear of buttons? Ooh, because there's a lot of them here. Don't a fear of buttons is yes. a great something. So as when I say a fear of buttons, it means sort of afraid of the texture or think that they're dirty. Gotcha. That's kind Thank of you the, for being specific. the realm of like that, the certain phobia. Mm-hmm. Is it A, vestophobia? Hmm. B, componophobia? C, acrophobia? Or D, none of those? Repeat those again? Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a weird one in there. It's <laughs> definitely a weird one. I think. That was the last question I wrote last night, so it was in yeah. The, yeah. the delirium hour. Sure, sure, sure. What do you call a fear of buttons? A, vestophobia. B, componophobia. C, acrophobia. Or D, none of the above. It's another phobia. Hmm. Well, I don't think A is correct because that's vestophobia, and it seems like it'd be afraid of vests. So I think that one's out. Think that one's out. Uh, B, C, or D. You've done a D. Would you do two Ds? I don't know that you've done two Ds, but we probably maybe you have. We you've been on the show so many times that I'm sure maybe. I think at least once. Yeah, yeah. I think there was an episode where I did all Ds. I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> Which was an interesting state of humor that day. Probably, I probably just thought I was funny that day. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, this is really funny. And then I'll be like, why? Why do they do that? <laughs> why is that funny? Um, What was B again? Compounophobia. Compounophobia. Not familiar with the root word there. Um... Listeners and roaches at home, I bet I've put my point on the line. So Elf is either coming home or going home with DJ Lil. And I'm going to base it off of a word that I don't know what the root word is. So I'm going to go with B. Uh, What was that again? Componophobia. 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 Componophobia B is what I'm going to risk it all on on a word I don't know. Elf. Uh oh, Elf is moving. Come here. <gasps> elf Come is here, elf. coming closer to Lil for a hug. What's that you say? Elf is answering. Elf wants to tell something to the class. Okay, Elf. What's going on here? B is correct. Yay! <laughs> elf. That was actually a goodbye hug from yeah. DJ Lil to yeah. Elf. I thought it was a no. Elf coming back home. Bye, so, Elf. elf returns here i will take elf you can give elf a wow it a, has a been yeah, it's such been a, while. a long time since i've been the holder of this elf deity puppet and i'll tell you what with tears in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> i will raise elf to the elf. sky <laughs> yes. as the winner and dj lil um you once had two deities now you have zero thank How you, are you for reminding me <laughs> It's okay. I'm feeling like it's it's fine. <laughs> They've well, all gone to their their new homes. So it's now your job maybe to collect them back. We have the troll. Yeah, I'm gonna come back blazing <laughs> next time. You're gonna come wearing this vest, tear apart my it's couch, crawling <laughs> with buttons. I'm gonna be looking for more buttons. And so uh, the troll is with Rachel. Elf mm-hmm. is with me. Um, so that was our episode. Another yeah. clothes episodes. And it's always fun to do clothes with DJ Lil. It's mm-hmm. always fun to have you on with clothes. Oh, thanks. A lot of times we do music, and that's a lot of fun too. I love clothes. Yes. So uh, the last thing you have to do, um, hopefully, is uh, get out there and vote. Uh, <laughs> get out there and vote for Thrifty. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Toddy, me, I'm under. Uh, 
best person to represent represent aliens to wait aliens to pittsburgh to aliens yeah i'm also under best person to represent pittsburgh to aliens pghcitypaper.com that's under people and places you could also vote for Mm -hmm. toddy tondera and that again we've said before is probably the better of the two awards (laughs) but i there's an there's a more important one i think career wise (laughs) career wise what offers maybe slightly something it didn't the first time (laughs) but we shall see um, but thank you, DJ Lil, for... Thanks for having me. I know. And I always feel bad because uh, we record right after work sometimes. And you know what? That right might be the, the best time to catch me because I'm awake and I am You've crazed. been dealing with yeah. customers all day, so you can deal with a few more, which was brother. <laughs> yeah. But everybody else, get roached.